Welcome to the Pink Unicorns, Peacocks, Pearls, and Prosperity podcast, the sacred space where we elevate your divine essence and unlock your untapped potential. I'm your host, Shirley Brooks, transformational life and business strategist and creator of the advance for creator for the advancement of women for the love of Bob. <laughs> I'm here to guide you on a soul stirring journey towards holistic success and divine prosperity. Are you ready? We're not going to go into the whole normal spill that we normally do every time, because if you've been here before, you already know. Okay. But I just want you to know that if you have been here before and love my pot coaching sessions, please like comment and subscribe. And if you know someone who could benefit from these soul nourishing sessions, share today's episode link, please. And thank you in advance. Anywho, welcome back to my podcast, Pink Unicorns, Peacocks, Pearls, and Prosperity. Um, you know, every time we have our moments, so I, I'm going to call them out. They're not in any particular order, but we're always going to have as a part of our journey to kind of make it more enriching each time. We'll have our pink moment, which is a high vibe quote from a thought leader that will hopefully, you know, give you some stuff in your spirit to make you happy and all. Uh a unicorn moment, which I call a confirmation, similar to an affirmation, but emphasis on the CON, which stands for constructive, optimistic, and nurturing. And these things are designed to reprogram your particular activating system, aka your RAS filter, to help you consciously overcome negativity. We'll have our peacock moment, which is a reflection question based on today's focus points to keep that transformation going for you or get it started. And we'll have our pearl moment, which is your invitation once I share my pearl of wisdom for you to ask a question or share any comments or share how any aspect of what we're talking about resonates with you from today's, I like to call pot coaching session. And finally, there will be the prosperity moment. And that is an opportunity for you to hear an abundance attracting nugget. That could be a scripture, a story. It could be um, a quote from one of my favorite thought leaders. Anything of my choosing to expand your authentic power and align you with today's topic and your divine purpose. So with those things being said, we're going to get into today's podcast. All right. So if you're ready, we are going to be talking about the four pillars that can build a prosperous life. So grab your favorite cup of whatever you drink that makes you feel happy and get relaxed, get your journal and get your favorite set of headphones and let's set off on an incredible journey together. Make sure you're in a cozy spot or reposition yourself in your work chair and let's get started. So we're going to start right away with our pink moment, which is a quote from the Bible, a.k.a. a scripture. <laughs> the scripture is Proverbs 24, verse 16. For though the righteous fall seven times, they rise again. I like this scripture because it's like a divine affirmation that talks about falling, but it, falling is not failing. It's a part of our growth journey. And each time you rise, you're a stronger version of yourself, better equipped for the challenges ahead. And that is kind of the theme for today. But before we get deep into it, let's go ahead and get our unicorn moment. All right. So I want you to know that you are a magnet for miracles, 
a beacon for blessings and a vessel for victory. And if you agree, I want you to say this with me. I am unstoppable and my life is a cascade of blessings. Say it one more time. I am unstoppable and my life is a cascade of blessings. I love using these kinds of terms. I call them confirmations, of course, but affirmations like these are not just feel-good phrases. They are neurologically proven to rewire your brain. That's why I call them confirmations, making you more receptive to positive experiences and opportunities. So you're welcome. (laughs) All right, my beautiful listeners. As we venture into today's pod coaching session, I want you to know that we're not just talking about abstract pie in the sky ideas today. We're diving deep into the four pillars that I feel and have come to learn can serve as the rock solid foundation for a life filled with prosperity and fulfillment. These are actionable principles, my friends, things that you can start applying in your life today, not tomorrow, not next week, but today. So no excuses. But we're going to get into the nitty gritty of each of these pillars and we'll take a deep dive and dissect them and really get to the heart of what makes them so transformative. And you know, I love a good story. So expect some real life narratives that will bring these principles to life. Stories that will touch your heart, maybe even bring a tear to your eye. Okay, I'm just kidding because I'm not that great of a storyteller. So lower your expectations now, but most importantly, My hope is that they will at least give you a visual to inspire you to take action. And because we're all about mind, body, and spirit connection around here, we're going to sprinkle in some neuroscience and psychology. Yeah, we're going to get a little bit scientific, but you might not even be able to tell, but I am sprinkling some of it in there. But we will explore how these topics and these principles can actually fire up those neurotransmitters and shift your mental paradigms making it easier for you to internalize what we're talking about today and make it a part of who you are. So if you're ready to elevate your life to a realm of unbounded prosperity, if you're ready to not just reach for the stars, but actually touch them, okay, that's another bogus promise that I really can't deliver on, but we will at least dive right in. So (laughs) let's get on this little journey here. Okay. So today we are talking about the four cornerstones of a prosperous life. And I have come to learn that they are, or at least some of them are, (laughs) persistence, consistency, gratitude, and what I'm about to say you are hearing correctly, pain. Now I know life isn't always unicorns and rainbows or Pinterest perfect picture, It's not all vision boards and perfectly balanced smoothie bowls. If it was, we would all be, well, bored and stagnant and unfulfilled. Probably haven't grown a bit. But if you're not convinced, we're going to dig into each pillar a little bit deeper. So the first one you heard me mention was persistence. Persistence on the journey to successful, more fulfilling life. Persistence gets you there. Napoleon Hill, which is one of, my, one of my favorite thought leaders, once said, when you put your mind to something and are willing to do everything it takes, including patience, putting in time, and adjusting your strategy to get there, you'll ultimately know the omnipotence of determination. Patience, persistence, and perspiration 
make an unbeatable combination for success. Persistence, as Napoleon Hill teaches us, isn't just about doggedly pushing forward. It's about doing so with a blend of patience and intentional and intelligent effort. It's about seeing each no, not as a roadblock, but as a detour sign pointing you toward, maybe it's not yet. And when you arrive at not yet, you're just one step away from now. To help that sink in a little bit more, the fact that persistence is a part of success and it's what gets you to success, I have a law from the 48 Laws of Power, law number 28. In short, it's interaction with boldness. Interaction with boldness. The law aligns perfectly with Napoleon Hill's teachings. It's not about reckless boldness. It's about calculated, informed boldness. Your persistence should be like a laser, focused, directed, and incredibly effective. So to help this sink in and give you some visuals, it's time for one of my wonderful stories. <laughs> and uh, I don't know how wonderful it will be, but hopefully it gives you a decent visual to drive my point home. Today's story is about Emily. She is a young aspiring writer who faced more rejection letters than she could count. But Emily was inspired by Napoleon Hill's principle of intelligent persistence. She didn't just keep writing, she evolved. She took writing courses, she found mentors, and she honed her craft. Then the day came when she didn't receive a rejection letter. This time she received an acceptance call. Her book was going to be published. Emily's journey is a living testament to the transformative power of intelligent persistence. So you've heard about Emily's journey and hopefully it's a little bit inspiring for you, but let's break down what really kept her going through all these rejections and setbacks. The real reward is truly in persistence. Every time Emily received positive feedback or won a small writing contest, it wasn't just a win on paper. It was a boost to her spirit. This, those, those small victories gave her the emotional fuel to keep going and they served as many milestones that made her journey enjoyable and fulfilling, not just a grind to endure. So whether you're a busy mom juggling work and family, a corporate climber aiming for the next promotion, a creative soul navigating through projects, or a solopreneur building your empire, remember that the journey itself can be rewarding. Celebrate your small wins. They're the stepping stones to your bigger dreams. Now, before we move on to our next pillar, let's take a moment to reflect. In your journal, ask yourself and answer the question, are you pushing through the obstacles to reach your dreams? Are you pushing through the obstacles to reach your dreams? And not only are you pushing, but are you learning from each setback and using it as a stepping stone? Are you learning from each setback and using it as a stepping stone. Because that, my friends, is really the definition of persistence. Okay, after you've had a chance to reflect, let's talk about the next pillar, which is consistency. If persistence gets you there, 
Consistency is what's going to keep you there. Consistency is not just about repetition. It's about evolution. It's about maintaining your core values while adapting to new challenges. It's what turns a one-hit wonder into a legend. You know, the Bible itself speaks volumes about the importance of being consistent. In uh, 1 Corinthians chapter 15, verse 58, it actually says, Therefore, my dear brothers and sisters, stand firm. Let nothing move you. Always give yourselves fully to the work of the Lord, because you know that your labor in the Lord is not in vain. This scripture reminds us that our, cons our consistent efforts, especially when aligned with a higher purpose, will never be in vain. Your higher purpose is your vision. Your higher purpose are your dreams. Your higher purpose are those things that come to you at the quiet times that feel like they're the best ideas. Those are good ideas, God ideas. Those are your higher purpose. Your family could be your higher purpose. Aspects of your career that you enjoy could be your higher purpose. Only you know what that is. But this is a reminder to be consistent in your efforts toward reaching that higher purpose. And when things feel tough, just know that everything you're doing is never in vain. So let's get practical with our pillar here. To stay consistent and achieve your goals, whether you're a busy mom or a corporate climber, a creative or a solopreneur, one of my three tips to help you be consistent, I got three of them coming. The first one is set clear goals. The, the setting of the clear goals is about being specific. Research shows that having a target can significantly, say that 10 times fast, boost your motivation and focus. So what's your action here? Write down your goals and break them into smaller achievable steps. This will not only keep you motivated, but also give you a roadmap to track your progress. And be careful with the motivation piece here. The motivation is not because you wrote it down. <laughs> the motivation is gonna come as you take these different smaller steps that you've written down toward the bigger picture and you take action on them. As you mark each one off as done, it's gonna motivate you to do more. So just remember that part. <laughs> so the second thing that I feel will help you with being consistent is building the habit. Consistency is essentially a series of good habits. So start small. If you're a female solopreneur, for example, looking to improve your business skills, commit to reading one industry-related article or listening to one business podcast every day. Make it a part of your daily routine, and soon it will require less effort to maintain and AKA, it becomes a habit. You've built that new neural pathway <laughs> and you've made it stick, okay? So my third tip to stay consistent is to stay accountable. Accountability is key. When you're accountable to someone or even to yourself, you're more likely to stay consistent. But I will say it helps to have an actual accountability partner. You can be accountable to yourself, but we are social creatures and it works better when we have somebody that we feel like we have to answer to. That's the truth of the matter. <laughs> so don't feel bad if that's who you are. It's natural. Anyway, find an accountability partner or join a group that aligns with your goals. And there are plenty of apps and online communities designed to keep you on track. So take advantage of those. 
so we've got our first two pillars, which are persistence and consistency. Now we're going to transition into gratitude, which is the third of our four cornerstones of a prosperous life. Before we go into that, I want you to reflect on your own life as it relates to consistency. Are you setting clear goals and building habits and staying accountable? Are you setting clear goals and building habits and staying accountable? My next reflection for you is, are you a beacon of consistency, inspiring others while staying true to your core values? And the core values piece is important. I do want to make a side note here. The core values are important because if if you are doing things that line up with that, with your core values, it does make it easier to be persistent. And when times get tough, um, not only does it make it easier to be consistent and persistent, <laughs> but if things don't line up with your core values, that's an indication that maybe it's something that um, maybe you should not be pressing so hard for, or if it is, you know, something you can't help, like you have to do, like maybe it's a job and you've had it for a while, you built a lifestyle around it and you've come to realize that what you're doing there doesn't line up with your core values. In order to stay motivated and consistent with pressing forward, you can find ways to do things that line up with that, or it may be time to start looking for a new job or maybe just a new position. But your core values, in my opinion, are kind of like a guidepost for you. They help you to know or to see like if you're going the right way. If something feels off, it probably is out of alignment with your core values. So food for thought there. Anywho, back to our topic for today. If persistence gets you closer to your goal and consistency helps you maintain your progress, gratitude attracts more progress and more success. Gratitude is not just an emotion. It's a lifestyle. It's a lens through which you see the world. Focusing on abundance rather than lack, opportunities rather than obstacles, that's the important thing. And gratitude is not just an emotion you feel during Thanksgiving <laughs> or when someone does something nice for you. It's a lifestyle, a mindset, and it's how you view the world. When you adopt a gratitude-focused mindset, you activate your reticular activating system, your RAS filter, which is a bundle of nerves. It's at your brainstem and that filters out unnecessary information and focuses on what you deem to be important. When you're grateful, your RAS starts to notice more things to be grateful for. It's like tuning your mental frequency to the channel of abundance and opportunity. And honestly, it works the same way with the opposite. If you're always complaining, if you're always ungrateful, your RAS filter is going to think that's important information and it's going to focus on more things to make you see something to be upset about. <laughs> so give yourself a mental head start and, and use gratitude. Focus on even small things to be thankful for. And again, like I said, when it's when you're being grateful and having a gratitude practice, it's like turning your tuning your mental frequency to the channel of abundance and opportunity, which is also closely aligned with the law of attraction, which basically says that like attracts like. 
A grateful mindset attracts more reasons to be grateful. Also, a joyful heart is good medicine, but a crushed spirit dries up the bones. That is a scripture in Proverbs. And this proverb basically helps us see the transformative power of a grateful, joyful heart. But also on the flip side, how, you know, a not so grateful heart uh, can crush your spirit, right? It serves as a reminder that our emotional and mental states can have a profound impact on our overall well-being. When we approach life with gratitude, we're not just enhancing our mood, we're nourishing our soul and even benefiting our physical health. That is the power of perspective. Gratitude shifts your perspective from scarcity to abundance, from what's missing to what's present. Whether you're a busy mom, grateful for five minutes of quiet, a corporate climber, thankful for a challenging project, or a creative appreciative of an inspiring muse, gratitude makes you focus on the abundance in your life, thereby attracting even more abundance. And that creates a ripple effect. What do I mean by that? Well, the great thing about gratitude is that gratitude does not just affect you, it affects those around you. Your positive, grateful energy is contagious and people are naturally drawn to that. Whether you're in a board meeting or a PTA meeting, that energy will not go unnoticed. And because of that, opportunities will find their way to you, not by chance, but because you created a magnetic field of positivity around you. So how then can we cultivate this lifestyle of gratitude? Well, I have a really easy way and you probably already know it. If you are following my original instructions, you probably already have it in your hand. It's starting a gratitude journal. Every morning or before bed, jot down three things you're grateful for. It could be as simple as a good cup of coffee, a minute as uh, a minute to yourself. It could be as small as this podcast. Yes, this podcast. <laughs> or as significant as a loved one's health. But the key is consistency. Make it a habit and watch how it transforms your life and attracts more blessings. So we're going to go into pillar number four. But before we do that, let's take a moment to reflect. Are you living a life of gratitude? Are you tuning your RAS to focus on abundance and opportunity? Because remember, gratitude doesn't just make your life better. It makes, your, it makes you better at life. So again, reflect on, are you living a life of gratitude? And are you tuning your RAS, your RIS filter, to focus on abundance and opportunity? Because gratitude doesn't just make your life better, it makes you better at life. Isn't that cute? I just thought that was so cute. That's why I put it in there. All right. Okay. Anyway, when you live a life of gratitude, you naturally attract positive attention. People are drawn to your energy and opportunities find their way to you. Did you get that? Opportunities find their way to you. Which leads me to a prosperity moment. This is a quote from Oprah Winfrey. The more you praise and celebrate your life, the more there is in life to celebrate. The more you praise and celebrate your life, the more there is in life to celebrate. 
Now for the final cornerstone in my four cornerstones of a prosperous life. It's another P word, and it's one that we all probably try to run away from. Pain. P-A-I-N. Pain. If persistence gets you closer to your goal, consistency helps you maintain your progress, and gratitude attracts more opportunities to enjoy success, then pain is the catalyst that propels you into transformative growth. It's the crucible where your character is tested, your resilience is built, and your wisdom is earned. Pain isn't just an obstacle, it's an opportunity. An opportunity to learn, to evolve, and to become the best, most authentic, empowered version of yourself. Pain is a teacher. Pain is not just a signal that something is wrong, it's a signal that something needs to change or be understood. It's an invitation to go inward, to reflect and to grow. It's not an opportunity to say something negative about the situation or blame or beat yourself up. This is not a time to speak words of doubt because of fear or to increase the pressure to finish or be perfect. This is not the time to overcommit or overpromise. It's not time to save face from embarrassment. Another law from the 48 Laws of Power that aligns with today's topic, specifically pain, is law number four. Always say less than necessary. Sometimes when we face pain or contrast, we speak before we have a chance to reflect. The full law reads, when you are trying to impress people with words, the more you say, the more common you appear and the less in control. Even if you are saying something banal, it will seem original if you make it vague, open-ended and sphinx-like. Powerful people impress and, intim and intimidated, and they're intimidated by saying less. Let me say that one more time. Powerful people impress and intimidate by saying less. One more time. Powerful people impress and intimidate by saying less. The more you say, the more likely you are to say something foolish. So you can intimidate your pain and you can intimidate a painful situation and you can hold power in that situation by holding your tongue long enough to reflect and see what it's trying to tell you. Because in the beginning, if you don't hold space for that, you're more likely to say something foolish, something not in alignment with your goals, something not in alignment with your future, something you might regret to somebody else. Sometimes the most profound lessons come from silence, from sitting with your pain and listening to what it has to teach you, to seek to understand. And this law reminds us that in the quiet moments of reflection, we can find the answers we seek. How can we use pain as a teacher in real life? That is the question you're probably asking. You're also probably saying, Shirley, why don't you tell us another story about a woman named Sarah so we can understand it better? And I thought you would never ask, except I got a little more creative and I decided to talk about Gina. Okay, Sarah's on break. Gina is a dedicated mom and aspiring entrepreneur. She faced a series of setbacks in her business, leading to financial strain and emotional turmoil. Instead of seeking distractions or blaming circumstances, 
Gina chose to seek understanding. She enrolled in a woman's empowerment retreat, took up journaling, and even sought coaching. Through this period of introspection and self-discovery, Gina emerged not just healed, but transformed. She pivoted her business model, found new ways to balance work and family, and most importantly, she learned to convert her pain into a catalyst for profound personal growth. Gina's journey taught her to trust herself, to trust her resilience and her ability to transform pain into progress. Her story is a testament to the power of resilience and the beauty of evolution. Pain is a signal that it is time, just like plants in nature, to grow and beautifully bloom. So as you reflect on Gina's story, think about your own life. Are you using your pain as a stepping stone for growth, resilience, and evolution? Are you listening to what your pain has to teach you? Take some time and reflect on that. Are you using your pain as a stepping stone for growth, resilience, and evolution? And are you listening to what your pain has to teach you? For my female solopreneurs out there, think about the late nights, the endless hustle, the no's you've heard before finally getting that yes. That's where persistence and pain come into play. They are the fuel that keeps you going, turning every setback into a setup for something greater. To the busy moms juggling Zoom meetings in kindergarten, consistency is your middle name. You're the rock of the family, consistently there, making sure everyone's needs are met, even when you're running on fumes. And let's not forget gratitude. Those little moments, like when your child says, I love you, mom, just out of the blue, those are your fuel. For the corporate climbers, you know the value of consistency and persistence. You've got your eyes on the prize, whether it's that promotion or a seat at the table. But remember, gratitude for the steps along the way are learning and learning from the pain of setbacks will make your journey fulfilling, not just successful. And to my creatives, you live in a world of contrast, don't you? The pain of a creative block gives way to the joy of a breakthrough. Your art, in many ways, is a testament to the human experience filled with gratitude for the beauty and the ability to express it. So yes, pain is a part of this journey. It's the grit in the oyster that creates the pearl. You like that, don't you? I know, I'm gonna say it one more time. Pain is a part of this journey. It's the grit in the oyster that creates the pearl. It's the contrast that adds depth to the painting of our lives. It's the resistance that makes us resilient, capable, and incredibly powerful in this divine play we're all a part of. And it's through these trials that we not only survive, but thrive, emerging as fuller, richer versions of ourselves, ready to uplift and inspire those around us. I hope this resonates with each and every one of you, no matter where you are in your journey. I hope you remember, next time you encounter pain, don't shy away from it. Embrace it as a teacher that it is and let it guide you toward a life of true prosperity. Now, I know there's been a lot of reflection today and your journal is probably more used up than expected from this pot coaching session, but we're not done yet. It's time for the peacock moment. 
Take a moment and reflect on today's session. Which of the four pillars, persistence, consistency, gratitude, or learning from pain, are you leaning on the most right now? Are they serving you well, or do you need reinforcement? I ask this reflection question as it goes beyond just introspection. It's actually, I'm hoping, a catalyst for transformation. By identifying which of these four pillars you're relying on the most, you can take actionable steps to either strengthen them or balance them out with the others. This not only fortifies your life's foundation, but also boosts your confidence in navigating life's complexities. So, pause here and reflect away. Or you can jot the question down and come back because we are almost done, lovely ladies. Before we finish, finish, (laughs) I have a pearl moment. My pearl of wisdom for today is from one of my favorite thought leaders, Dr. Joseph Murphy, and it's from his book, The Power of Your Subconscious Mind. All of us have our own inner fears, beliefs, opinions. These inner assumptions rule and govern our lives. A suggestion has no power in and of itself. Its power arises from the fact that you accept it mentally. I'm not going to elaborate on that. I want you to think about it, listen to it again, and then share your thoughts in the comments about this quote. How does it resonate with you? Do you have your own pearl of wisdom to share on today's discussion? I would love to see it. So drop it in the comments and I might feature it in our next podcasting section. All right. There you have it, my loves. The four pillars that can build a prosperous life. Ladies, if you made it this far, thank you for joining me on this week's pod coaching session. If today's message resonated with you, please like, comment, subscribe, and share. And keep these pillars in mind as you navigate through the journey of life. And until next time, keep growing, glowing, and being your authentic self. And may God's grace be with all of you. See you next time. Have an amazing, amazing day. Bye.